Thank you for joining us for the Friends of Israel today. I'm Steve Conover. With me is Chris Katolka. We've been focusing much of our attention on bringing you accurate information from Israel during the war. Of course, we will keep you up to date with what's going on. But next week, we'll return to bringing back the Bible teaching so many of you rely on in this program. Steve, if you ever turn on the news, you see uh, advertisements, commercials for the Wounded Warrior Project or even maybe Tunnels to Tower, which helps catastrophically disabled veterans of our country in the United States. Well, today we're going to have Idan Kleiman on. He's the chairman of Beit Halohem, who helps the Israeli Defense Forces and their disabled veterans. He has an amazing outreach that's helping build communities for these Israelis that are suffering through PTSD and even physical wounds as well. Uh, you're going to want to hear from him. And what's amazing is that Idan himself is a wounded warrior of the Israeli Defense Forces, and his story is an incredible story of heroism and strength. We look forward to that, but first in the news, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu called on Hamas terrorists to give up their arms, saying, I say to the Hamas terrorists, it's over. Don't die for Sinwar. Surrender now. Netanyahu is speaking about Yahya Sinwar, leader of the Palestinian Hamas Islamic Movement. Israel has intensified its search for the senior Hamas leader believed to be in southern Gaza. Steve, here's my take. As world leaders are calling on a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas in Gaza, Netanyahu is doing the right thing, calling on Hamas to put down their arms and turn themselves in. Giving Hamas any pause in fighting is giving them time to rearm. As Netanyahu signaled to Hamas terrorists, it's the beginning of the end. Idan, thank you so much for being on the Friends of Israel Today radio program. Great to have you. Um, Idan, you're in Israel right now. Why don't you give us an update on where Israel is uh, with the war between Israel and Hamas? Okay, so first of all, thank you very much for listening to us. Israel is uh, deep in Gaza now. Our forces are now uh, in Khan Yunis, in one of the most uh, occupied and populated uh, population of the Palestinians, uh, the Hamas. Every minute we have another engagement between terrorists and uh, our uh, troops, uh, heavy fighting, uh, finding many of the bombs in the in hospitals, in schools, in uh, houses. It's amazing. You can see all day on the TV, on the Israeli TV, our soldiers finding uh, grenades in dolls of, uh, of children under beds. I was amazed, shocked to see detonates and an explosive behind the wall of a classroom, okay, where little children are sitting, you know, just endanger them, just to put in hide such an amount of explosive. It's amazing to see the amount of tunnels that the Israeli troops are finding uh, almost in, uh, in every houses, which raised the question all the time you say, okay, there's the Hamas and Palestinians and the population is not engaged in it. And now you find another truth that you see in every second house, you can see a tunnel or find weapons. And we have already uh, now um, starting to get out the testimonies of the hostage that they were released. And you find that uh, not only Hamas soldiers uh, put them in captivity, but also a teacher and a doctor 
and uh, there's a couple uh, that uh, host the hostages in their house, lock them in the room. I was amazed to hear that one of the captives was, was a doctor that starved the, the people that was in captive. Also, every day we found out on another one of the hostages that were killed in captivity, uh, which talking about the unhumanity of those uh, terrorists. Nobody speaks about that, that those people were kidnapped alive and now they find dead. Okay, so it's been somewhat shot them or did a lot of uh, horrible things to them. Uh, we already have testimony from the people that were released from Thailand that said that they were in the same room with the Israelis uh, and they were treated pretty well. And uh, the Israeli were being hit with uh, electric cables. Okay. And uh, very harsh testimonies and uh, made the Israeli soldiers much more, uh, not that they needed uh, motivation, but now we're even more motivated because we need, we know that we are running against time and we need to release those hostages. And we, when we talk about hostages, it's not only soldiers, okay? It's, they're not, uh, it's, it's not a POW. I want to really, remember you, I want to remind you. It's, uh, it's children, it's wives, it's, uh, uh, I mean, babies. Elderly, okay? yes. People 87 years old, 86 years old. It's crazy, okay? Yes. And to find yeah. out that those people are now getting tortured, it's, it's, it's even more uh, amazing. But the Israeli soldiers are fighting inside. Uh, every day, as I said, many engagement and uh, hope the things will go well. Well, that's why we want to focus on the Israeli soldier, because that's who you focus on, Idan, with uh, Bet Halohem. Uh, you are the chairman of Bet Halohem. What, number one, help us out here in the United States and in Canada, and for those listening who don't speak Hebrew, what does Bet Halohem mean, and what kind of work do you do in Israel? Okay, so I'm the chairman of the, uh, uh, the Wounded Disabled Organization, the FIDV. Okay, the FIDV has four betalochem and fifth that now we are building. Okay, betalochem, it's the it's the be, it's the best uh, recreation and rehabilitation center. Okay, which basically built a community to uh, uh, rehabilitate and make a, a strong community uh, for the uh, all the wounded soldiers in Israel since 1948. Yeah, so okay. these aren't just wounded soldiers that are fighting uh, Hamas right now. These are wounded soldiers that go back to Israel's independence, you're saying? Yeah, it started since 1949, okay? Israel was, as you know, was born in 1948. Uh, after six months, when we got into 1949, the wounded soldiers understood that they need to build their organization of their own and represent themselves, okay? My organization is now represented 52,000 wounded soldiers until the 7th of October, okay? Now we already have another 2,500 uh, new soldiers that were wounded. So 2,500 okay? soldiers have been wounded in Gaza since the start of the war? No, basically more. I'll, I'll explain. 8,600, 8,600 people were, were, soldiers were wounded, okay? But most of them, thank God, were wounded lightly. Some of them were released the same day, then even go back to the, the, the battlefield, okay? But from those uh, 8,600, 50% uh, of them was wounded, medium and critical wounded, okay? So the rehabilitation department already recognized in 2,200 of them, okay? More than 2,000, okay? The other 2,000 now were checked 
to be seen if they're going to be, if they're going to heal and go back to the battlefield or need to be treated as a, as a wounded soldiers for life, as a disabled uh, wounded soldiers. So now in the hospital, there's about a thousand soldiers. Another thousand are in their home getting uh, a daily routine uh, checkup and uh, treatment, but they're not in the hospital. They're not staying overnight. Okay. Overnight, it's about 1,000 soldiers. Totally, you have about almost 3,500 3, soldiers that are wounded now and getting treated now. And every day, uh, yesterday there were 66 new wounded soldiers, okay? Which in Israel, numbers, it's a lot of That's a wounded lot. soldiers. Yes. Relatively to the United States, it's like you had in one day 500 soldiers were getting wounded. Yes. Or 1,000, okay? The hospital in Israel are full with the wounded soldiers. They're getting treated. They get the rehabilitation start now, and that's all happening at Bet Halochem. And so, how are they reaching out to disabled veterans in Israel? You you mentioned a community as well. You know, in the remaining yes, two yes. minutes that we have from this segment, can you share with us about that? Yes. Yeah, so, what's going on is that they're in the hospital. Okay, and from the hospital, those guys go home. Okay, and this critical situation, Bet Halochem go into into action. Okay, the organization. It's also we are responsible to take care of them in all the aspects of life and make them move the transition from a warrior soldier to a, to a wounded veteran uh, disabled, we, we are uh, responsible to make it the, in the easiest way, okay? So we make sure they and their families are getting treatment. I want to remind you, whenever a soldier gets wounded, there's a circle of family around him, father, mother, sisters, brothers, and if he's in from the reserve, it can also be a wife and children. So we are taking care of all of them. And what we're doing, we do it in Bet HaLochem. With Bet HaLochem, it's like combination of a country club with rehabilitation center, no doctors here, no white coats, okay? Only community. And this community, this hugging community, it's what makes them go and feel hugged and being team again. Whenever a soldier gets wounded, he's alone. What we are taking care of is we bring him a new team. We are uh, making introducing introducing to an old veteran like in the, in the with the same disability that shows him that life is not over that you can bring children you can go and work you can provide yourself you're gonna have a lot of experience and good adventures because in this situation I want to remind you dreams are broken dreams are shattered and those young people think that life is over. They need to see in their eyes that life is not over. That the doctor, the psychiatrist, the psychologist that talk to them, it's it's uh, theoretically. When they come into Beta Lochem, they see it in action. They can they start to play basketball, football, soccer, uh, tennis, whatever you think. We have more than 400 classes of culture and sport, okay, which everyone can find himself and make his dreams come true. It helps them get their life back after being injured on the battlefield as Israeli soldiers. Now, listen, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be right back with Idan Kleiman, who is the chairman of Bet Halochem, and he's going to share with us a story uh, of, of the amazing work that they're doing, uh, the additional new facilities that they're building in Israel, and so much more on how Bet Halochem is helping disabled veterans and also how you can get involved so stick around. (music) 
It's been fantastic hearing from Idan on how he's reaching out to the Israeli Defense Forces, specifically their wounded warriors, the disabled warriors through Beit Halohem. We all know that you are a friend of Israel. So right now, Israel is in the greatest fight it has had since 1948. And so this is really a great time to stand with Israel and against its enemies. In this, Israel's darkest hour, you are a shining beacon of hope and encouragement to God's chosen people. So we would like to encourage you to give to our Stand With Israel Fund, which not only supports Beit Halohem and the Friends of the Israel Disabled Veterans, but also helps to build bomb shelters through the Operation Life Shield and helps Magan David Adom, Israel's National Red Cross. Your gift will be used to save lives, providing humanitarian relief in the most basic forms from medical supplies to food distribution, from clothing to even bomb shelters, and from loss and hopelessness to hope eternal. You, my friends, can be a shining light in the darkness in Israel and beyond. We encourage you to give by going to foi.org forward slash stand with Israel. Welcome back, everybody. We are with Idan, who is the chairman of Bet Halohem, who is uh, reaching out to help disabled veterans, disabled Israeli Defense Force veterans in Israel. Uh, Idan, thank you so much for being with us. Idan, the last time you and I talked, we were talking about a story that that captured my attention of a mother uh, whose son was injured in battle just recently. And uh, you went to go visit and the mother was very, very sad because she had to go tend to her children back at home and did not want to leave her son who was injured. And yet you stepped in and you were able to help uh, in this situation. Could you share a little bit about that story? Can I give you a better story? Yes, go ahead. Okay. I went to Levenstein Hospital and I met a guy that was in the Israeli Navy SEALs. Okay. The Sea Commando. The, one of the, you know, the, the best of the best. And this guy is 39 years old, okay, he's in the reserve. He's not a young guy, he's 39 years old. He has five kids. And uh, when I met with him, he says to me, listen, in a month from now, uh, which is now uh, about two weeks from now, um, my daughter gonna have bat mitzvah. And because usually I'm, one the, I'm the one who uh, organized everything in the family and now I'm in the I'm in the hospital I don't know what's going to happen now this guy was shot like something like five bullets went him to him a lot of shred he won me one the kibbutz and then he rescued a lot of people and he real hero I gotta tell like a Rambo story okay those guys are really the best of the best uh and uh, you know that they train with your Navy SEALs and um uh, I told him, uh, okay, so what's the problem? He said, the problem is that I don't know how to make the bat mitzvah when I'm, when I'm still here in the hospital. So the organization stepped in. We went and called to the guys in the hotel. And he's now he's going to have, and I promised him, I said, not also you'll get a bat mitzvah. I promise you that your daughter will have a bat mitzvah better than what you're planning. Okay? And then from a week or 10 days from now, he's going to have the best party ever. And I want his wife and his children to be so happy. So we arranged a uh, party in the Jerusalem with a bus that will take all their guests and, and bring them food. And, and we will make him, uh, we'll make her daughter, his daughter, and for him, an event they will never forget. But it's not, more, it's not only that. It's 
It's taking care of the small needs, from the small needs to the big deeds, okay? I told my team in a such horrific uh, way that when you have such a huge battle and so many tragic stories and so many challenges, okay, you don't try to find the one big deed. You do hundreds of good things and then it will make it a one big story, okay? Yes. So this is what we are planning. So it starts from coupons for coffee and and croissant to to the families that uh, are, are sitting in the in the in the hallway when they're waiting 16 hours a day to the children to wake up, and it's go through clothes to somebody that ran to the hospital and forgot to, to take his clothes with him, and it go to the soldiers that lost their the iPhone, and you finish. When you built Betalochem, another warrior house, another recreation center, and you are you putting all your energy of taking care of more than, as I said to you, 3,500 wounded soldiers with amputees, wheelchairs, blinds, uh, and burns, and the 10,000, which I think 10 to 15,000 new soldiers that will come with PTSD. And when I say taking care of them, and this is the most important thing, it's not only taking care of them in sport and culture. It's taking care of them of finding jobs because I want those guys to go back and work, okay? I want them to make, I want to make the life the most normal they can. And that organization is very proud of that, that 75% of the Israeli wounded soldiers are working and providing for themselves and not leaning on the government to get checks, Okay, and to do that, you need to provide them a lot of tools because the competition outside it's difficult. Okay, and as I said to people, a bullet in the head is a bullet in the head, amputee is amputee. But what happened in 1973 and what's happening in 2023, it's a whole different ball game because now life is faster and more challenging. And people, and if once before to work, you only want to have. Um, I don't know, high school degree, okay? Now you need a diploma. I need to, you need to be a BA and MA, okay? So we need to provide them a lot of strength and a lot of holistic uh, package that will help them. And and you know what? The, the name is Safety Net. Safety Net. They need to understand that this organization is their safety net. And when I was, work, and when I was learning in college and I had the bad days, I came here to Betelochem and got the positive energy and went back home and did all my um, all the challenges that I have in, in, in the college and to get a degree. Okay. So being a wounded soldier is a is a long life journey. Okay. And you're gonna have ups and downs. And in the ups, they don't need us. Okay. In the ups, we are clapping and saying, good for you. They need us when they go down. We need uh -huh. to hold them, catch them help them, glue them back, and push them uh, forward. That was one of the things I loved about the story that you told me with that uh, mother um, whose son was injured. She just wanted to stay with him, and you're talking about one small act can really add up to a lot of great hope for, for all of the disabled veterans. But uh, I just love the story of how you actually found a babysitter for the children back at home, and she was able to stay with her children, then, or her, her son, who she wanted to be with. So her children at home, her young children were safe, thanks to you and and uh, and uh, Beit Halohem. And also that mother was able to stay with her children. That just goes to 
show some of the amazing work that your organization is doing. But in the time that we have remaining, Edan, I want to I want you to talk about a new facility that you're opening in Ashdod, uh, um, which is on the Mediterranean coast down in the south area of Israel. Could you share about that? Yeah, sure. Bet Elohim, the warrior house, were established in 1974 after Yom Kippur War. Okay. And the whole meaning of it is, as I told you, to build a community and to push all the guys forward by uh, putting them in sport and culture and community. We are now building the fifth one in Ashdod, which became the most important one in Israel and the point, basically important in the world. Because this, kind of, this warrior house is going to be specialized. It's on the beach, okay? And it's specialized in treating PTSD. Okay, and because uh, and and what what make it so great? It's that you go out from the warrior house and you step down and you go to the beach, which have a lot of a lot of a lot of uh, uh, action they're doing for PTSD. Okay, so we have there also we are uh, doing a, a joint venture with one of the hospitals, the best hospital in Israel, and they will provide us the most specialist in taking care of PTSD. We will provide the facilities. Uh, like the swimming pool, the gym, uh, the, the basketball court, the tennis court, the things that the PTSD need to go and, and do outdoor action, okay? We will do and those joint venture with this better Lohem that's sitting in the south of Israel where the conflict were, okay? So the people from the south that were in the middle of the conflict can come. It's only going to be like a half an hour drive, okay, instead of two hours drive. So in Israel, two hours drive, by the way, it's not like the state that you two hours for nothing. For us, <laughs> two hours drive is like a lot, okay? Israel is very, very small. Uh, I think it's less for New Jersey or something like that. So basically, when you are pu- putting this warrior house in the, in the most, in the, in the south of po- point, then this with the warrior house that in Be'er Sheva, okay, that we already have, that they're working for the last 13 years, those two will cover the south and make sure that uh, all those new thousand uh, soldiers will have a home. So the warrior house is the is the best of the best. And being a part of this project, I think is the biggest uh, adventure that you guys uh, need to take on you um, to support and help those Israeli soldiers that are fighting for democracy. And that's what we're doing here at Friends of Israel. In fact, through our Stand with Israel Fund, uh, we are supporting Beit Halohem, which is also here in the United States, the Friends of Disabled Veterans. So I want to encourage our listeners, right now you can go to www.fidv, that's fidv.org, and there, if you want to learn more about the Beit Halohem, uh, which is the opportunity to reach out and help the Israeli disabled veterans, then you can go to FIDV.org and there you can find out more ways that you can connect and support uh, what uh, Idan Kleiman is doing through Beit Halohem. Idan, thank you so much for being on the program. You're a real blessing to us and thank you for all the work that you're doing to support Israel and the Jewish people. Thank you and thank you for your your friendship and, and this community that you run. Uh, uh, we love you guys and we will keep fighting for democracy. Thank you for this friendship. We love you. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Friends of Israel Today. A reminder to visit foi.org slash standwithisrael. That's foi.org slash standwithisrael. There you will see all the ways you can show your support at this critical time. Stand with us as we stand with Israel. 
Steve, uh, Christmas is upon us, and that's why for the next two weeks, we're going to be looking at something very important. It's the heartbeat of the Christmas story, which is the incarnation, the moment that God became man in the person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we're going to talk about the importance of incarnation starting next week. I can't wait. We hope you join us then. Our host and teacher is Chris Katolka. Today's program was produced by Tom Gallion, edited by Jeremy Strong, who also composed and performs our theme music. And I'm Steve Conover, executive producer. Our mailing address is FOI Radio, PO Box 914, Belmar, New Jersey, 08099. Again, that's FOI Radio, PO Box 914, Belmar, New Jersey, 08099. Our web address is foiradio.org. Again, that's foiradio.org. Or you can call our listener line at 888-343-6940. Again, that's 888-343-6940. The Friends of Israel today is a production of the Friends of Israel Gospel Ministry. We are a worldwide evangelical ministry proclaiming biblical truth about Israel and the Messiah while bringing physical and spiritual comfort to the Jewish people. 